Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, the January transfer window is shut with some big record-breaking deadline day deals completed with Endo Fernandez becoming the most expensive player in Premier League history. And the FA Cup also served up some great games as teams look to make their way to the Wembley showpiece. Plenty to talk about this week. So, let's talk football. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. It is time for the podcast. And uh, a podcast that comes just after the closure of the transfer window. The January transfer window window has closed. is officially shut. It's been record-setting, by all accounts. Yes, very much so. In Chelsea's perspective, yes. Chelsea, I don't know. I, I, I literally FFP's done, isn't it? It's done. It, it, it's dead. It, it doesn't exist. It's dead. <laughs> it's dead. I've never seen a team spend so much money. You think about what they've spent over the last six. Well, you know, from the summer window to this window. Yeah, it's obscene amount of ridiculous. Money. They're not making that much money. No, can't be. Surely, Christ. But they found this little loophole. I don't really understand the loophole that they found. I think it's all to do with the way that they're spreading the cost across the... Yeah, because um... they wanted to spread the Fernandez deal over five. They wanted three years. I yeah, they wanted to change then the initial... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the details haven't come out yet, have no. they? But <laughs> they found a way. They made it happen. What, 106.8, I think, was the total yeah. figure in the end. That's right. Uh, Enzo Fernandez. So you had a really good. You had a great World Cup. That's not. Yeah, no, no. Let's not no, discredit no. the player. Very talented. Yeah. And you know, sort of excited to see him in the Premier League. Yeah. Just not in a Chelsea shirt. Not worth 106 million. But it's a lot of money. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of, money. of money. And they spent and, you know, what just... more than the Bundesliga, France, and Italy combined. Chelsea. I mean, that's not surprising. They just went at it, didn't they? They just. You know, and they've, they've spent, you know, they've brought two massive transfers in. They spent, what, 200 million on two players, essentially, haven't they? Yeah. Emergent and um, Fernandez, which will give them a big boost. And I think, you know, from their perspective, they're thinking, well, you know, if we can get, if we want to get Chelsea back up, they've got these two long term assets, essentially, now yeah. in the club. Yeah, on definitely. Obviously, they're on eight seven, and a half year eight deals. Year contracts. Yeah. Eight and a half year deals. <laughs> so that's. You know, eight and a, eight. Well, basically, the rest of this season, then eight seasons on. Yeah. And they're thinking, right, okay, if this is going to be one of those kind of we're turning over Chelsea very quickly, make a, you know, we bought it cheap, let's sell it. Yeah. Ridiculous. They're trying to go look at all these assets, look at all the investment we've thrown into the club. Yeah, you can't say they're not backing the manager. <laughs> well, I think there's more to it than just backing the manager. I think it's more of a look. Look at they us. are. Yeah. Yeah, look, we're all powerful. I can come in and do this. Yeah, I can, kind of thing. I can show me I'll the spend money. Spent a week on football show manager. Me the money. It's ridiculous. The money they spent. I mean, I don't know how they're not breaking the rules, but okay. Yeah. Over to you, UEFA. I guess. To... Oh, they won't do anything, will they, Crikey? Um, of course they won't. But you know, it makes just makes a a joke of the whole thing. I yeah. mean, F- F- Barca, you say, Barca F- have F- been F- doing it. Ridiculous. Yeah. PSG have done it. I mean, City got away with whatever fine they got. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't even get the ban from Europe in the end. Uh, no, so it's it. all. Yeah, it needs to be tighter it. restrictions on it because it's getting out of control again. 
Well, it is, yeah, well, it is, well, one football club in particular is getting yeah. out of control, isn't it? Everybody else is trying to work within their means, and that's what you need to do. You need to work within yeah. your means. But I think the argument... That the basis for it. But the argument is, and this argument actually I do understand, is they've got the money to throw at it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're invested, they're putting their money in, and they've put that... I know mean, Gary Neville always talks about putting this guarantee in with a deal. Yeah. So that if the club can't do it, you know, the owner... Will guarantee it from you know another source mm, yeah and so that kind of thing you know everyone wants everyone wants investment in their own clubs don't they yeah absolutely like, yeah you know chelsea fans are delighted they've got two very young talented footballers in their team yeah. particularly i mean obviously you know and, and more and more because yeah, there yeah. was you know, a lot of other deals a lot of other young talent that they've kind of gone out and kind kind of brought in big money uh they got rid of Jorginho. yeah good move from arsenal for I think that's really good deal for Arsenal. Yeah. But I was I was laughing at you know I've been watching Arsenal fans absolutely slag Jorginho off for months, <laughs> absolutely hammering him for months, and now all of a sudden he's the best player in the league. Yeah, I mean he's you know I I think it is a very good move for it Arsenal. Is a very I mean, good he's move a, from Arsenal. He's yeah. a very good signing. He was never rubbish in the first place, Jorginho. No, but the, some of the abu- some of the stuff you've seen over the months from Arsenal fans. From a lot of the London clubs, actually having a go at Jorginho this year, yeah, and then and now now all the Arsenal fans are oh no, Jorginho is brilliant, and, he's brilliant, and yet they have a very bitter rivalry, Arsenal and Chelsea. Yet they seem to swap players like nothing. They do it often. I think you know it's more of a fan thing. I think the, yeah. the boards are like you know would do business because they, you know what I mean, Kronke and Abramovich and now Todd Bowley, they don't care about no. a rivalry. No. They're not interested in that. They're interested in what they can get is back. A good good amount of money think, for Jorginho yeah. as well. I, th- I think it's a decent, a decent deal for Arsenal. You know, they get a really good player. I mean, Partey's potentially got an injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, El Nenny's out for the rest of the season, I think, as well. Yeah. So you know, it's good to have him in there. I think Arsenal have gone about their business well in it's January. It's annoying. Good. Yeah. It is really good. They've done really well, actually. You can't really um, dismiss that one. So they've had a good window, Arsenal. Um, and then also on deadline day. Let's, let's. I want to talk about the top. I want to talk about Tottenham. <laughs> I want to talk about. Let's loan out all of our players. Oh no, we've loaned out too many of them. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, it just shows the state we're in at the minute <laughs> that we yeah. can't count. <laughs> and the fact that actually they were in the position where they just went, oh, do you know what? Just let's just should we just terminate the contract? You sign yeah. him on a free, and they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't, months, I don't yeah. really understand. Why Doc the attraction? The <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand Atletico's interest. They obviously have one. I mean, well, they, they tend to do quite a lot of business with us for wing backs. I mean, yeah, we're going back to Trippier and Sergio Regulon's already there. Regulon, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a weird one, but I mean, Tottenham finally like a fullback. Finally, yeah, Pedro Porro over the line. Thirty days in discussions, apparently. Yeah, well, these things take time. I mean, you got the guy in the end. That's not. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, you know, you've probably it, got a deal that works for everybody. Yeah, admittedly, we've probably got rid of the wrong wing back, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> a lot's been going on. We got rid of Doherty. But uh, the biggest thing we're going to have in the summer, yeah, obviously we've loaned all these players out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Roden, Spence, and Dombele, Lacelso, Winks. You know, it goes yeah. on and on and on. I think one of them has an option to buy. 
the rest of them will be just back like there. there in the summer. And that's the biggest yeah, but, problem. Yeah, and I guess at that point then it's around who, you know, what can we get on permanence? Yeah. What can we get rid of? I mean, it's a chance to reevaluate. And if some of them go back out on loan, they'll go back out on loan. But you'll probably, you'll probably move two or three of them on, I would think, at least. I would hope so, because obviously if they're not part of the manager's plans, don't need them, do we? Yeah. Dan Juma's a good signing, though. I'm quite happy about Dan Juma. Yeah. Dan Juma's going to be a good a good player in the Premier League, hopefully, you know. Um, very talented. He's yep. done really well at Villarreal. Yeah. And you did a bit of business on deadline day as well. Yeah, we did. Uh, bringing in Sabitza. Um, following good the news. Sabitza. Yeah, yeah. Around, around the news, we were losing Ericsson for three months or so. Yeah. But you acted quickly. Is... I think that's the thing that frustrates me as a Tottenham fan. Yeah. You went, right, he's out for four months. Who can we get? Oh, we'll have him. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's I think <laughs> Liverpool Liverpool fans are probably having this, a similar sort of feeling. Yeah, they've been screaming out for new midfielders who can press and who can do that. So Bits is one of the best in the biz in that pressing role. Yeah, in the midfield, and they'll be sitting there going, "Well, hang on a minute. If there was a deal to be done there, why didn't we do it?" <laughs> but you know, I think we've been keeping an eye on it. I think he was muted as one of the names. Yeah, in the summer. Apparently, for us. you were you were linked with quite a few yesterday, but he was the one. But that, he got. Well, yeah. apparently, everyone got pushed on. Apparently, a lot of the um, agents were throwing names at yeah. at us when they found out that Ericsson's injury was there. But and it's only we already made the mind no up. No option to buy him, is there? No option, straight loan, which I think is decent because you know it might not be that Sabitza was, you know, a long term target yeah. plan for us. You know, we've got other people potentially that we're looking at. But then if he comes in as a great second half of the season, then we can negotiate that deal yeah. or buy and get a player back that has higher value that they can move on elsewhere. Yeah. It's a win-win for both clubs, really. Oh. Yeah. I did laugh when, um, so Niguez got linked with us. <laughs> I was like, well, you didn't have the best of time at Chelsea. I'm glad we said no to that one. Yes. Yannick Carrasco, I wouldn't have turned down that. Carrasco, I think, O'Rourke was linked with us as well. You know, he had a really good World Cup. Yeah. Um, you know, there were some good names, I think, that were put in there, but I think Ten Hag has a profile of player. Yes. You know, and Sabitzer came from that Leipzig team the that is from that, you know, the... And, the yeah, pressing and, yeah. Yeah, that pressing nature, that pressing team. Got a belter on him, but, you know, I'm sure he'll hit Rose Ed more often than he hits the back of the net, by the looks <laughs> of it. But I think, you know, I haven't seen a lot of him. I mean, everyone's saying, oh, he's not getting in the Bayern Munich team. I think Paul Merson was on going... Well, the Paul Merson, but Paul Merson, by the way, is going. Ah, oh, Sabitz can't get in the Bayern Munich team. Um, terrible signing. Jorginho, who hasn't really played a lot for Chelsea this season. <laughs> great <laughs> signing, him. great yeah. addition. Yeah, loves him. Ah. <laughs> but anyway, don't let Paul. Merson yeah, so a lot of this. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of this he can't get in the team. But you know, you've got to remember that Goretzka, Kimmich, yeah, and Gravenbach mm-hmm. are three of the best midfielders in in Europe. Yeah. And he's their understudy. And you've got so, yes, we know in the we're front not... three as well if he wants yeah. to play further forward. Yeah. Exactly. We're not playing you know, we're not playing, um we're not paying, sorry, for that level of player. We haven't got that level of player. No. Right. So he's not he's obviously he's not Casemiro. Yeah. I'm not sure what he's like on the ball. That's why one thing I'm a bit unsure of. So I don't know how he is in terms of Ericsson, in terms of creativity. I think he'll offer you the similar but, sort of thing. Yeah. But he's a step up ahead of McTominay and Fred. Yeah. And you know, we're a Casemiro we were a Casemiro injury away. From disaster. From going back. Yeah. From going back to McFred. 
and I think you know we made the move we got the player in you know and that's not to discount the work that McTominay and Fred do they're very good but they don't give us the dynamism and the creativity going forward right. that Ericsson can give us and defensively they're not as strong they can't read the game as well as Casemiro does they're very hard working players who can offer something to the squad yeah but you can't rely on them week in week out to give you everything that you need from your midfield especially and i think that's how ten hog sees it at least and it was quite funny i did see tottenham twitter obviously is very funny around transfer deadline and everything like that Mm. you replaced christian erickson before we did it's very true (laughs) no it's very true it's very true when did he go 2020 we only went to inter milan and we still and you've not seen a player like him since nope nope we still can't take a corner no, I mean to be fair, our corners aren't great. That's not. A, no, not. no, that's one thing Christian Eriksen cannot give you. Can't be yeah. the first man at a corner. Yeah. One deal that did surprise me, and it surprised yeah. me more for the fact of how much money they've got on it when he, if it comes off and they want to buy him at the end. Yo, Cancelo, go to buy him Munich. Cancelo to Bayern. Yeah, that's a sh- sixty-two I, I was very million surprised buy, by buy clause. 62 yep. million. Well, I bought him for 60, didn't I? So I, I, I genuinely don't know what happened there. <laughs> That's a lot. I, of money. You know, well, it is, but at the same time, he is. I, I, I'm very surprised that City sold him. Well, apparently, but there are obviously, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Apparently, there's stuff going on. There's, there's reports of a bust up with um, Pep yeah. at the training ground because of the lack of his playing time, and I think. Pep's just going, all right, then off you go. Yeah. And but, that's um, a great thing to have as a manager. Just yeah, no, and it's a brilliant it's a brilliant move for Bayern, for Bayern, I think. Yeah. You know, they get one of the best fullbacks in the world. Yeah. Let's not pretend otherwise. He is. It just seems a which, lot of money to buy him at the end of it. Yeah. But I think that's going to weak. I think that weakens City. I think, you know, they've been said, oh, Ake's come in and played at yeah, left back Rico a bit Lewis now. Rico Lewis has done well as well, to be fair. Rico Lewis has done all right. But they're not Cancelo level, you know. In the big, big games, yeah. Obviously, can you Cancelo rely on Nathan Ake right and the left as well? Yeah, yeah. But can you can you rely on those two in the big games? We are. You know, when you get, you know, out, aren't we? yeah, exactly. When you're getting into the last stages of the Champions League, that's going to be an area where people are going to be like, we can get at them there. Yeah. Yeah, because Walks is not as fast as he was. He's well, not fast, so much. Well, but... No, yeah. I mean, I, I, the right side, I'd be less worried about because of Walker and that. Yeah. Um, but I think that left, that left-hand side now of City's defense, or your right-hand side if you're attacking them. Yeah. I think that's might become a bit more. You might see teams try and focus on that now. Yeah. Get in those areas, create problems, because you know they've not got them. You know, I guess Phil Foden will trap back and do a bit of work. Yeah. But, they're going to need a lot of support out there. Gundogan's going to be and Rodri are going to be covering a lot of ground to their left side of the midfield, uh, left side of defence. I feel. Let's hope they've not worked it out by the weekend, eh? Well, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> You've got to beat these mid-league, uh, mid-table teams as well. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. The other interesting one for me yesterday was uh, Navas. Yeah. Going to Forest. Yeah. Obviously not as young as he once was. No, but that's a, uh, Dean that's a coup for Nottingham Forest. Yeah, Dean Henderson obviously got injured. Don't know how long he's going to be out for. Yeah. Um, I think it's but... three, four weeks. I don't think it's that long, but they were worried that oh. obviously 
Gonna Wayne Hennessy was the only fit senior goalkeeper at the club. I think that was the biggest. It's going to be it's going to be so good to see Dean Henderson get benched by Kaylor Navas and then whine about it. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Can he play tonight in the in the cup game? I don't I, think he can. Can he? No, I think it's no. He won't have been. I can't. I'm not sure how the registration all works, but I think either. By the time the draw's done, I think they have to be announced yeah, or so within semis. like a certain yeah. time period before the start of the round. I mean, you're I don't through think anyway. Could I, anyway. Let's be, let's well, hopefully. Be honest. Hopefully. I mean, you know, I don't count we don't count our chickens and all that. There's still a job to do. Yeah. If you go in complacent, things can happen in a football match. So we've got to be we've got to be um You've got to be at it. Concentrated. You. Yeah. yeah, you've got to be concentrated and work and do it. I think Ten Hag said he doesn't really want to change the team too much because he, he, you know, the momentum that we've built, and so he wants to kind of keep a momentum in the team. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to change too much. No, doesn't sound like it, does it? So I think um, what what will really happen tonight it depends on ha- what attitude United turn up with. Um, obviously Newcastle are through to the final, their first final since 1999. Yep. At Wembley, who of course, when they got beaten by Manchester United in the FA Cup final That's on right. the way to their treble. Yeah. That's right. Paul Scholes and Teddy Sheringham for the win. Right. Who was the other team that won something in 1999? I can't remember. I don't know, but it, um, it's probably the last time. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Anthony Gordon to Newcastle is an interesting one as well. Yeah, I think he's a very talented footballer. Obviously, he nearly went to Chelsea didn't he, in the summer. Yeah. But Everton were able to hold off. I just think, you know, Everton, I mean, they've pocketed this money. Yeah. It's 40-odd mil. And just gone, thank you very much. And then, you know, Sean Dyche is going to have to work a miracle. He is. He definitely is. Yeah. He's going to have to be at his absolute best to kind of get them organised, get them sorted. And get them out because of trouble. Yeah. to not even give them a bit of that money. Do you know what I mean? No, use... apparently they were, they were just not back left, right and centre yesterday. Apparently. Yeah. You know, they were it's after Giroud, I think, was one that I saw... Yeah. yeah, I mean, they may still go out. Andre Ayew was one that they were talking about yesterday, but he's a free agent, so he can sign after the deadline. So, yeah, but well, we'll see how that all kind of happens. Is he a but... player that's going to keep Everton in the Premier League? I mean, you never know. He's, he's probably an improvement on what they have got up front, especially having lost and one night Gordon. Yeah, you know, is he is he is he going to score all the got? No, but is he an improvement? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. I just think Sean Dyche is going to make them. Really, really hard to play against. That that needs to be his thing now, doesn't yeah. it? He's just going to set them up in such a way so that they are organised yeah. and that nothing gets through. And if they pick up but, a few wins along the way, yeah. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be their, their way. Obviously, they will need wins. But yeah. I think in this first instance, you've got to build that confidence, get that stability. Yeah, as you say, make them hard to beat, get a few points on the yeah. board. And then Absolutely. Pick up wins when you can, yeah. I know, very, very interesting. Uh, what else happened? Well, Liverpool... What did Liverpool business that they did do in the... Uh, Gakpo, of course. Cody They'll be Gakpo. happy that they brought yeah. in Cody Gakpo, which is decent, but he, he's still try, trying to find his feet. Uh, yeah, I, think. I, I think I haven't really seen the best of him so far, have we? I don't think... Yeah, I think I think he's just finding his feet in the league and in the country. Obviously, he's got to settle in. Yeah. And I think we'll see... I think we'll see the best of both him and Nunez probably come more to the front next season, I yeah, think. Yeah, definitely. You know, once they've bedded in a bit more, had that time, 
have a full summer under their belts because I don't think there's is there international in the South America. No, I don't think no, there is any. No, there's no tournaments that I'm aware of this summer. So we've actually got nice. a free summer for once. So they should have a good rest, come back rejuvenated. Hopefully, you know Liverpool will want to make probably make some more signings in the summer if they can. Yeah, I think it was, we've been talking about that midfield needs a bit of a rebound. It does, it does. Yeah. And I'm really surprised they never made a move for someone in there. Yeah. That was more the priority, I think, for them because they're just not in control of games anymore like they used to be. No. They've completely lost control. You saw that in the Brighton game. Maybe, the weekend, maybe, really. maybe the right man just didn't come forward. Maybe. Maybe, but I mean, there's got to be players that they could have got. I mean, like we said, Sabitza was there. Yeah. The whole window. Maybe he didn't want to go to Liverpool. No, he doesn't. He wants to go to Manchester United because he knows ball. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sabitza knows ball. We know this. He's got great ball knowledge. But, he's, you know, you think of all the players that got thrown at Manchester United towards the end of the window as well, by the way. Yeah. You know, like a Carrasco. Yeah. Would have been really good in that in that midfield for Liverpool. Um, who else? A war from, you know, the Moroccan. I think he'd have done a really good working man's job in there for him. Well, maybe Jurgen Klopp was just content with what they had. Well, good luck, I guess, for the rest of the season. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> good luck. Because it's, work- well, it's not working, is it? And it's continually not working at this point, so something's got to change for Liverpool. Yeah. In the way that, you know, if these players can no longer do what he wants them to do, he needs to change something so that, you know, whether that's dropping the defence back five or ten yards and try and get Thiago on the ball in more of a playmaker role yeah. and use the pace of your front three to penetrate that way rather than getting your press, winning the ball back early and doing it that because you haven't got the midfield to do that anymore. No. So, yeah. you know, the Liverpool now just need to drop back a little bit, use someone like Thiago, who is very talented on the ball, can make a pass, can see a pass. Um, just get two and, mobile players around him, like Elliot. Elliot's sort of mobile a little bit. Yeah, oh. and, you know, and just just do it that way, and use the pace of your front three and the guile of of a Salah to create opportunities further up the pitch. Then, mm. in fairness, they tried to, draw, to do draw it against a team. Brighton in the cup, didn't they? They, they look more dangerous against Brighton. Absolutely, yeah, because when they were drawing them on, rather rather than pushing on them, they were drawing them on. Yeah. I mean, their confidence is low, which doesn't help. And then we're just going over the top in behind and trying yeah. to create chances that And they way. had they had opportunities that way. Mm. And I yeah. think that might be a better way for them to go. Um, but yeah, but there we are. That's my take. Uh, anything else in the transfer window we need to discuss? Uh, City didn't really do any business, did they, other than letting Cancelo go? No. Leicester got a good midfield player in Tete. Yes, no, they did actually. I think Tete is going to be really useful for them. Yeah. They actually spent um, some money, Leicester. Yeah. Well, they today Harry actually. Suter as well from the um, the owners have written off the two hundred. Yeah, I saw that million pound. Yeah. Debt to uh, that uh, King Power had put the loan that they'd put into the club, so they've cleared that, which will be really helpful. I think and shows some commitment from the owner as well. Again, yes, it does. Yeah, it shows that despite losing his dad and you know yeah by the sounds of it he's never been the the one at the heart of the sort of the football decisions but yeah yeah it shows the commitment from the family at least that yeah they want to get behind leicester and they're in it yeah 
and it will really help them, I think, going into the summer. I mean, they they do need to survive. They do. They've got an aging squad that they need yeah. to kind of revamp. I'll give it a refresh. A, yeah, it needs quite a bit of a revamp as well, I think. Yeah, no, they're gonna. They're probably gonna lose Tillemans in the summer. Yeah, he'll go on a free in the summer. Yeah, um, Madison you know, maybe as well. If some, if the right offer comes in, potentially, for potentially for Madison, I think. I think it. Well, it depends how he comes back from his injury, doesn't it? Because yeah. at the minute he's got because he's been injured, hasn't he, since the World Cup? Mm. No one's talking about him, so he's probably not on everybody's radar at the minute. Yeah. So they'll see how he comes back from this injury and if it's anything. But the good uh, thing for Leicester, I suppose, if they sell someone like James Madison, they're going to get 60, 65, 70 million for him, something around that ballpark. They can yeah. buy two or three players with that. Absolutely, and reinvest and, yeah. and do it that way. Uh, but actually, just to not having to service this debt anymore yeah, it's will a be massive, massive to him. Yeah. And that will help with investing in players. I think that's it pretty much from the transfer window, all the big, big stuff um, from the Premier League perspective anyway. Let's move on, shall we? Uh, FA Cup-wise, really, I mean, the most exciting game I saw was the Wrexham game. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, really, really good. They were so unlucky. Yeah. They were so unlucky. They were very unlucky. Yeah. Lose it like, well, to draw it like that at the end. I think they can go to Bramall Lane and, and they may do something. There. I, I think potentially they've missed their opportunity. Probably. I always yeah. I always think this. When they when these teams get them at home... They get one opportunity at it. That's your opportunity. I think once you get into a replay away from home, yeah, it gets tricky. If you get in a replay and you're coming home, because, again, it gives you that chance, especially on normally they're midweek, under the lights. The place will get packed out, especially for a game like that. You can create something. But I think them having to go to Bramall Lane, I think, means that they've probably missed their opportunity. Probably. I mean, we play the winners, so, yeah. Yeah. Get Ryan Reynolds then. Are you, are you there? No, or? We're, we're, oh. we're, we're going to either Wrexham or Sheffield United. Yeah. Oh, so you're going away, so yeah, you could have a little trip, go see Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Sunderland were unlucky as well. Yeah, they were unfortunate. Fairness, uh, Grimsby were as well. There were a few sides that were unlucky not to win. Yeah, no, it went like that. Yeah, it really did. It was one of those weekends for some of these nearly upsets, wasn't it? Yeah, nearly upsets. Um, but really, I think the big two talk talking points from the weekend were tackles. Yeah, I think the particularly. I mean, like Andy Carroll won on Ericsson. Yeah. I could say, okay, you might give a yellow for that. Yeah. I mean, he went off in the end anyway. Mm -hmm. But for me, the Fabinho one on Ferguson. Oh, God, yeah. I can't understand under any circumstances how, how that's, that's not, not a, a red card. card. I mean, he's it's high. Yeah. He's nowhere near. He's going straight through the back of him. Yeah. I don't even understand what he's trying to achieve with that tackle. Yeah. And it's a He's not playing the ball challenge. there, is he? Yeah. And then, yeah, he's just scraped him down the back of that leg. So that is just, that's a red card all day mm -hmm. long. <laughs> It's just a red card. I was like, oh, he's in trouble. When I saw the replay, I thought, oh, he's in trouble here. Yeah. He's gone. And then VAR and then he were didn't like, go anywhere. no, it's fine. And you're like, what? Because <laughs> yeah. really, for that tackle, he hasn't really made an attempt to play the ball in my eyes no. with that tackle. No, no as you say, he's yeah. down the back of his Achilles, which is going to hurt anyway. Yeah, it was a shocker, that one. Mm. Shocking challenge. Absolute shocker. Uh, so, yeah, so let's just have a quick look. Have you got the ties at all? Yes, Andy? I have got the ties. Have a quick look. Let's round. have a quick so look at the So there aren't many that round. have actually been confirmed yet. Yeah, Obviously, the replays, etc. The ones that have been confirmed. So Bristol City, Manchester City, yeah. Leicester, Blackburn, Manchester yeah. United, West Ham, 
Stoke and Brighton. Everybody else is waiting for their opponent to come. So we'll see. I mean, the, well, the, the Blackburn replay happened last night, didn't it? Yes, yeah, so Blackburn at Birmingham 1 0. Yeah, last yeah. night. Is there any tonight? There's no. No, it's next week. The rest of them. No, next week. Okay. I was a bit confused when they did one yesterday. Yeah, it's probably just because of the championship fixtures for the probably. For probably. Yeah, if they got a free get, free week. Although that's, that's a very quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? They played each other within three days. <laughs> yeah. But for from my perspective, I said mm-hmm. before, I said to myself before the draw, if we can avoid Manchester United, Manchester City, and Brighton. We're happy. Yeah. So. <laughs> the fact that you're happy to avoid Brighton is such a compliment to the way Brighton yeah, have moved Brighton forward. Brighton are playing very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, they've, Absolutely. they've got nothing to lose with the FA Cup. They can go for that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's your FA Cup news. Uh, next up, then, let's uh, let's have a little look and see what's going on around the world. Yeah, there's been a little bit going on around the world this week. So I'm going to start in La Liga, where Barcelona extend their lead at the top to five points. They beat Granoa, whilst Real Madrid were held by Real Sociedad. In France, PSG continue to stumble. They were held by Reims. The lead at the top, though, is still three points after Lons only drew themselves. Bayern Munich are also having a bit of trouble in Germany. They failed to win again. So the top five are separated by three points now. That's a very, very tight league in Germany. In the women's FA Cup, there were no real shocks as all the major sides made it through, including Manchester United, who survived a scare by Sunderland. Chelsea beat Liverpool in the biggest tie of the round. Not much luck for Liverpool in the cup competitions this weekend. In Serie A, Monza beat Juventus 2 0 to complete the double over them this season. First time they've ever done that. Sosuelo put five past Milan, although Dick Ocorigi did score the goal of the game. Napoli's lead is up to 13 points after yet another win for them. In the A-League, draws were the order of the day with four out of the match day weekend, including Melbourne City snatching a late equaliser against Adelaide United. And finally, we head to Saudi, where Al-Nazir failed to make the final of the Saudi Super Cup. They were beaten 3-1 by al Had, managed by former Tottenham manager Nuno Espirito Santo. Very nice, very good indeed. And also, actually, the the women's transfer window also happened yesterday. It did, yes. As well, that closed. Manchester United turned down a record, a world record fee. Yeah, five hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, five hundred thousand pounds for uh, Alessa Russo, which I'm really happy about. Just give her what she wants. Yeah. Just give her a contract with years on it, please. Yeah, I mean, it didn't and make sense you selling them to Arsenal anyway. No, no, because we're actually top of the league right now. Yeah. So you're helping. We want to win that. by doing that, and that's bonkers. And no, so someone just because their contract's up at the end of the season. Oh right, okay. That's why all this happened. Yeah. Just just stick, give her a contract and give her what she wants and shut up. She's <laughs> literally one of the best players in the world right now. Yeah. Give her what she wants, please. Yes. Get that, <laughs> get that deal. That contract needs sorting now. Right. <laughs> Need to lock down all of it. Chris has spoken. Listen. I have spoken. The Glazers, they never listen to their fans, but you know. <laughs> Get it sorted. I don't know if John Murto, you're in charge of the women's team as well. Don't care. Get it done. <laughs> but yeah, right uh, there we go. Um, what's been happening in the Swiss league this week? Well, well, obviously we've been talking about the transfer deadline. Yep. Donis oh, Abdijaj 
is yep. no longer part of the Swiss League. Where has he gone? He has gone to Hartberg in Austria. Where is Austria? Okay, so he's gone so we're back, to Austria. We're back with Austria again. We're back in the. We like the Austrian League. I wonder, kids, don't know they like going to Austria. <laughs> yeah. So they're currently bottom of the table. So he's. Oh, good. It's not really changed too much for him in terms of oh. looking up at everybody else. But um, okay. yeah, so he's joined Hartberg for the rest of the season. They haven't played a competitive game. Yeah. Since before the World Cup. So the 12th nice. of November was the last time they played a competitive oh, game. And when's their next game? They play this on weekend, the 12th maybe? of February. That's their Bounce first the league game back. That's, what, three months? Yeah. Best part of? Best part of three months. All right, isn't it? Everyone wants to go, I'd love and play in Austria. Yeah. Get three, mi- three months off every year. We'll take those. Yeah, so we really don't care what happens to FC Zurich now, frankly. No, see ya. See ya. We're off to, we're all Hartberg fans now yeah. around here. Come on, the Hartberg. All right, then, Donis. Let's see how you do. Uh, hopefully, you can give us some actual things for content for this podcast. That would be great if you could just get an assist, a goal, or something. Yeah, anything. A, a red card. Just a red card. Anything. Yeah. Something. Our wonder kid from what? What did we? Football manager. 15, 20, 2016. This one. 2016. This one. Right. Okay, Donis. Uh, right. Before we go, then uh, let's have a quick look at the fixtures this weekend in the Premier League. Some juicy ones. There come. are some very juicy ones coming up this weekend. So we start with a West London derby on Friday night. Chelsea taking on Fulham. Saturday lunchtime, Everton versus Arsenal. Sean Dice's first game in charge of Everton. Probably couldn't come much tougher than that at the moment. Brighton take on Bournemouth in the three o'clock games. Manchester United, Crystal Palace, Brentford, Southampton, Wolves against Liverpool, Aston Villa against Leicester in the three o'clock games. Newcastle and West Ham is your 5.30 offering on Saturday night. Then two games on Sunday. Nottingham Forest taking on Leeds before Manchester City make the trip to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Very, very good fixtures this weekend. Looking forward to some of those games. Uh, But that's pretty much it from us this week. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Don't forget, if you do want to get in touch with us, you can through Twitter at Let's Football Pod. You can email us at letsfootballpod at gmail.com. We'll be back next week discussing all the big talking points from this weekend's Premier League games, all the big debuts that I'm sure we're going to see as well in the coming week. So, uh, yeah, look forward. Enjoy the games. Uh, But in the meantime, look after yourselves, and we'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.